How are you enjoying this week so far? Amen. How many of you you have experienced in your past, you know, your spiritual walk? Maybe you're going through that right now, that those mountain tops, so mountain top experience. You're just blessed by the Lord. You're enjoying His presence. You're being blessed by everything is smooth and everything is going just fine. It's easy to praise the Lord. I, th- I believe we, uh, everybody either has right now or had in the past. And it's easy for us to get pumped up, you know, like during this, like uh, events like that, like consecration week, or if you go to the conference, it's easy for us to get enthused, you know, we have been hearing hearing the anointed word, we are in the presence of our be- fellow believers, you know, in that spiritual atmosphere, we get pumped up and enthused. But then we go da- go back and we think while we're there, we think our life is never this, it will be the same. We, we, we receive, we believe, we pray, we, we you know, we are enthused, you know. But when we, we go home, and a week passes by, a month passes by, and you look back and say, where is it gone? Then it evaporates or slows down or it goes away, that enthusiasm, so-called. But what I t- want to talk to you today is about the maintenance, maintaining, maintaining that momentum, maintaining those that whatever God gave you on that mountaintop, I want to give you some guidelines from the uh, from the word how to maintain that to the valley valleys of the life. How to maintain that mountaintop experience through the valleys of our life, because we can the circumstances can change, but the word encourages us to be steadfast in our faith, to be steadfast in our passion, in our zeal, in our love for the Lord, in our focus. That those things shouldn't change no matter what, what circumstances life throws at us. Amen. So let us let us look uh, at the word. We'll dig in into one particular passage tonight. Let's open your Bibles to with me to Hebrews chapter twelve. And we'll focus specifically on verses one and two. Hebrews chapter twelve, verses one and two. And my, my Bible's in the New Standard Translation, but I want to read for y- to you from, let's see, I think uh, I didn't write the, w- I think that's New King James or NIV. Um, it kind of sounds uh, clearer. So I'll read the whole passage for you. Whatever Bible you have, it's okay, just follow with me. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of, at the th- of the throne of God. So we are all called, as a believers, we are all called 
the faith. Nobody is called to sit on the sidelines. Everybody is in the race. And this race is not competition. The prize is set and for everybody. The prize is awaiting everybody, each individual who is going to finish and cross the finish line. It's individual race set, set for each of us. We are in no competition as a believers. We are here to support each other in the race. We are all running side by side. Some are, some are more experienced, some may be ahead of us, some behind, but that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We are here all in the same race heading for the same prize, heading to the same finish line. And let's, this, this race is not a hundred, hundred yard dash. We usually, most of believers are pretty good at sprint races. We can pull this one week fast <laughs> because we know Friday is coming. We, we, can, we can pull it off. We, we short sprint faith, those races we, we can do most of us, but it's marathon. It's, it starts the day we receive Jesus Christ and it will end when we see him in heaven, when we die. It never stops 24 seven, all life. That's the race we are called to. That's the race we are running. It's marathon that we are supposed to, to run with endurance, perseverance, day after day, nonstop. No retirement, no breaks, no lunch breaks, <laughs> you know, no naps. Because our enemy never sleeps. He's a roaring lion 24 seven, looks around, looking for who those who, 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 who laps behind, who, who just put their spiritual weapons away and take a spiritual nap. You know, who doesn't watch, 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 uh, watch and pray, as Jesus says, for, so that you wouldn't fall into temptation and instead fall asleep. Our enemy doesn't sleep. Our race also never stops. Our fight of faith never stops. Amen. And so if let's let's look at a couple let's break this these two verses let's break them up apart into a couple important points how do we how do we maintain the spiritual momentum how do we keep on keeping on how do we never lose our faith how do we never lose the passion for jesus how do we never run out of gas you know, in the, in, in, in the terms that we can understand, because usually, oh, very oh, often we go up and down, up and down. It doesn't have to be like that. Let's, let's see, look at the first, first part of this passage. It says, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses. What are those witnesses? There are two kinds of witnesses that we should encourage us. We should be encouraged. In this race of faith, we need to be encouraged to keep running in this race by those who are ahead of us, by those who were ahead of us in the past, 
who died, we don't know them personally, but we know them by name. Some there's a, a long list in Hebrews 11, a long list of the Hall of Fame, of faith. There a lot of people who went bef- before us, who endured, who endured persecutions, trials, de- who died before us. You know, there, there, there's this list who are watching in heaven. They, they are cheering for us. They are. They 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 finish the the they finish that race, and now they're cheering for us. They're watching us run the race, and they're cheering for us. There's this witness. They are cheering. They're believing that we are, you you you're going to make it. You are going to make it. They're praying for you. You know they're believing in us. You know there is this witness. We need to be encouraged by that. You know, just imagine football field. I, I'm l- sometimes looking and watching football game at all those fans in the football sta- field stands. Imagine that. Saints in heaven are che- watching us play this, run this race. And they're cheering for us much louder than those football fans. Amen? And there's another group. There is another group of witnesses uh, that we should be encouraged with, those who are among us who are more mature than us, who are running ahead of us, ahead of us. If we're in the spiritual race, they live further on. They, they may have to live more maturity, live more knowledge. They can impart something into us. They can lead by example. We should be encouraged by those people. Amen? So I, I encourage the first thing, be encouraged. Be encouraged. If you want to keep on keeping on, keep encouraging yourself. Like David, in, in his despair, encourage yourself in the Lord. You remember those good biblical examples. Remember, look, look at your brothers and sisters around you. Be encouraged. Amen? I encourage, with this in mind, I encourage you to look around. And look around the people next to you and see if there is anybody you could encourage or anybody that could encourage you. In faith, in your faith, in your faith walk, in your situation that you are in. Amen? Now the second point is, as we continue reading this verse, it says, let us lay aside every weight. With having in mind those witnesses that are watching and supporting us and cheering for us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And so, so to run effectively, effectively this race of faith, we must break free from the things, things that, that will hinder us, that, that wants to stop us, that wants to slow us down, that wa- wants to pull us back. We need to, to break free whatever is holding on, whatever weights, shackles, bondages, anything that's, that's hindering. We need to break free from that. And notice, all these words are addressed to, to us. It doesn't say pray to that God will deliver you. It says lay aside. You lay aside. Me. It talks to me. Lay aside. It's my responsibility to lay aside sin, to leave it, to, 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 to break, break away, to free myself, from, to shake off anything that holds me. And notice two categories there. It says lay Aside every weight, and then there is lay aside the sin. So there are there are things that not necessarily sin that may be holding us back. There are things 
they're just wasting our time. There may be people that are wasting our time. Your bad company corrupts us. So if you want to front fast, you need to associate yourself with fast people who are running fast. You know, if you know if you if you associating yourself with somebody who's wasting your time, who doesn't want, doesn't have a desire to, to run for Jesus, who has no interest in spiritual things, it's you're wasting your time. It's holding you back. You need to change your company. You know, if there are, there are some habits, like maybe to watching too much TV or video games or whatever it may be, whatever it may be, you check yourself. This, they're not necessarily sin, but are they benefiting you? Are they benefiting your spiritual growth or are they holding you back and hindering your progress? And then there are sin. There are sins that we need to lay aside. This plain and plain and simple. Sin is sin. And we know. Usually nobody needs to tell. We know. We know when we <laughs> what, what sins we need to lay aside, but we just still holding, harboring and holding it on. We don't want to. Because it's, uh, but but we need to lay aside if we want to to run to run for Jesus in this race and finish. Reach the finish line. We need to lay those sins aside because the end of sin is death. Sooner or later, sooner or later, we'll reap what we sow. Uh, so so check yourself. I encourage you uh, uh, to tonight check yourself. Be honest with yourself in, in the presence of God. Check yourself and admit to yourself. Confess what it has been point. What you need to lay aside. What weights, hindrances you need to lay aside, or what sense you need to leave. And just make a decision right here, right then. To do it. Do it right now. Don't delay it. Don't postpone it until tomorrow. Whatever you can do today, do it today. You know. Um, uh, okay, so that's that's the second second part, and that can be uh, other other things can be be unforgiveness, guilt, worries, doubt, whatever it may may be, just those things hindering, they they hindering our progress, and there is no need for that. It's not God's fault. God took care of it. It's settled. It's finished. <laughs> She's on the cross and it's finished, it's done. God did his part. He provided our freedom is secured on the cross. It's our 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 job to to to, to apply it ourselves. To, to to believe, receive and apply in a daily basis. Just later 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 leave it behind. Leave it at the cross. Amen. Amen. Now moving on to number number three point, it says, "Let us run. Let us run with endurance." The race that is set before us. Let us run with endurance, perseverance. Never give up. Never give up. Giving up is not an option. Just just make up your mind right here. Never give up. It's not an option. It shouldn't be even be in in the believer's vocabulary. You know, just determined to never give up until you cross the finish line. No matter what, no matter how hard, no matter how painful, no matter what you encounter, I'm running the race. Keep keeping keep, keep, keep on, 
just that attitude will help you get through. Amen. It says James in one James one four says perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That but so that perseverance, the fruit will be your your you'll be perfected, you'll become mature, you you you'll become like Christ. Because that's what he did. He he persevered until the end. Uh a bit of time here. Uh, so, so don't give up, persevere, uh, yeah, and you, you just, you, you can win the race. With that perseverance, you can win the race no matter how hard it is. Amen. Uh, number four is running the race requires a single-minded and divided focus. Single-minded and divided focus. It says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. That's one focus. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. You know, our cameras these days have autofocus. You don't need to do anything to push the button. It focuses for you automatically. You know, but in life requires manual focus. We need to be mindful every time to where I'm focused at. Because we get get distracted so quickly. All of us get distracted so quickly, we lose focus, what really matters. With all of the life troubles of worries, of just a daily routine, you know, it distracts us so easily. So we need often to refocus ourselves. Eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. You know, and because that's what's, that's what's the ultimate, our prize. That's what we are running towards. That's what we are running for, towards Jesus. That's who, that's who our ultimate, uh, our ultimate goal is, Jesus, at the end of the finish line. He'll embrace us and congratulate us for finishing the race. <laughs> Amen. So, so remind uh, and keep, refocus, keep, keep your focus straight on him. That will make that race much easier. Amen. Okay, now, number, let's see. Oh, I want to read this verse, Philippians 3.8. It says, Paul, Paul says, yes, everything else is worthless. I'm reading from New Living Translation. It says, everything else is worthless when compared with the priceless gain of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I may have Christ. We really need to, to, to check our life and something, some, some things literally have to go into garbage. Some things, some things uh, figurative, figuratively have to go into garbage because we, we need to set things as apart, what really matters, what's really important, what really has internal value, you know, and, and focus on those things. Hallelujah. And uh, so... So, so check yourself and see if there are what things are, are distracting you. You know, and what do you need to do, you know, to just to focus on Jesus? Really just just check your focus in your life and, and straighten it out. Just make sure it's set, your focus set on Christ. And the last point I want to finish with, it says as we, as we run, we will endure hardship 
and we will still win the prize. When we endure hardship, we will win the prize. The reward is waiting for us. Is that Jesus who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of hand. When you see the prize at the end, it always will be easier to endure. You, 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 you know that your work is not in vain. You know your, the, your reward is waiting. You know you're running for the cause. You know Jesus is with you, and <laughs> the whole heaven is cheering for you. You know, when you know all those things, it will be much easier to endure and run the race steadfastly. Amen? Amen. So, so I just encourage, uh, and I will finish with the false words from Philippians 3.14. It says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And, <laughs> and I like on the message version, it was, I am off and running, and I'm not turning back. That's plain and simple. There's nothing and nobody will stop me. Amen? We are set steadfast on the course, and we are running towards the finish line all together. Amen? Amen? So I, I just want to, as we go into prayer, I want to uh, pray in those lines, and I want to, us to, to see each other as, as a... Um, Co-workers, co everybody shoulder to shoulder, running the same race. 